Welcome to the Sports Id Podcast, Week Nine. I'm Ian. I'm Daniel. And I'm Drew. Uh, let's start out like we always do with plugs. Uh, you can check out uh, the sister podcast, The Cinema Id, at thecinemaid.net. They do uh, great movie reviews over there, and they're also looking for writers. Uh, you can check out their Facebook page for more info on that. Uh, that's facebook.com slash thecinemaid. And they're also on Twitter, at thecinemaid. Uh, we here at the Sports Id, you can obviously find us at thesportsid.net, on facebook.com slash thesportsid, and on Twitter, at thesportsid. And don't forget, you can email us, thesportsid at gmail.com. That's thesportsid at gmail.com. And that's Daniel closing a door. Uh, and with that, let's uh, let's move on to our Week 9 pick review. Uh, Ian, how'd you do? I only got eight right this week. But, I mean, I got I picked Miami over Cincinnati. That was a big one, big surprise. And uh, I picked Chicago over Green Bay, which makes me happy about, about the whole NFC North picture going on right now. But we'll talk about that later, I'm sure. All right, Daniel, how about you? I got a robust eight. Uh, which is an improvement on last week's seven, so baby steps, you know. Uh, keep at it, and <laughs> one day we'll go, what, 14 and 0, or how many, uh, <laughs> can possibly get? Uh, I would say my best picks, I'm trying to load them here now, week nine. My best pick, probably Titans over the Rams. Uh, you guys weren't, you know. Really? That's your best pick? It's we it's tight skins beat the Chargers. I think the Browns over the Ravens. I think I mean, the skins over the Chargers is a better pick than the than anybody over the Rams. Well, I'm a skins believer, so you got. I mean, you guys know that. I I was shocked. I expected them to win that game, but I I understand the the general consensus. Well, I don't think you guys should feel too bad about uh, having eight point weeks because. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I had an eight-point week, and I'm pretty sure that uh, the guy in the lead in our pick'em, uh, the fan listener Jason, also had an eight-point week. Uh, so standings pretty much stayed the same. Jason still got a commanding lead with 83. Uh, I'm in second with 75. Ian's hanging in there with 72, and uh, Daniel very clearly forgot to set his picks for a couple weeks and is at 58. <laughs> uh, either either that, or he just doesn't know how football works. And I'm going to go with the former over the latter. I'm going to go with the former. I don't know anything about football, obviously, because I'm in last place. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the like I said, I got eight. Um, I feel like I like I blew a lot of picks this week. Um, like I got the ones I should have gotten right. Right. I feel like like I got the Chiefs over the Bills, even though the Bills did kind of put up a fight there. Um, I got Dallas over the Vikings. Um, there was a couple I stretched for, um, like I got Miami over the Bengals. Uh, but then I fucked up, um, like the Chargers over the Redskins I picked, and that was wrong. I picked the Raiders to upset the Eagles. That didn't happen at all. I picked the Bills over the Chiefs? Was I fucking high last week? <laughs> it's a distinct possibility, I guess. I... <laughs> you and Ian both picked the Buffalo. How did this happen? Like, I'm really upset. I'm like, actually looking at my picks and reviewing them. I, I picked the Saints uh, over the Jets, which uh, I had a film for the Jets though. But I can't believe I gotta go back and listen to last week's podcast. What, what, did I, what was I are, thinking? Are you looking at my picks right now? Is that what's happening? Are you looking at my picks? 
Are you Alpha Ripa Man? Is that your profile name, Daniel? Oh, no, it's me. No, it's, it's all not. me, baby. Uh, I'm hashtag badass. I'm sure that's your name. <laughs> my real name. <laughs> did you? Are you? Yeah. Did you use a real hashtag or like you like talking with hashtag? No, but my real first name is just the word hashtag. And my last name. Is <laughs> but I shortened it up the internet. You're welcome, internet. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right, so you guys want to talk about the games then? Ugh, we have to, I guess. It's a shitty week. God. Uh, well, let's let's start off, I guess. Um, but you want to do your game or mine, Daniel? Let's start, start with you. Let's uh, let's get you out of the way. All right, so let's that. go let's go backwards in time and talk about uh, the Monday night travesty. Um, do you have a moment of silence for that though? Before just out of respect for the Packers season, oh, I, I don't want to do that. I don't. I'm not. No. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. I'll, I'll edit one in. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, let's talk about the travesty that was the Green Bay Chicago game. Um, specifically, uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, fractures his collarbone like less than three minutes into this game, uh, and the nightmare that is Seneca Wallace uh, begins. <laughs> uh, Rodgers is probably going to be out um, I mean, reports differ uh, I heard 3-5 to five, Daniel heard 4-6 uh, to six. It'll be around there um, And that means Seneca Wallace is the starter right now You can bet his ass Will not play in that Thanksgiving game There's no way He will not play Thanksgiving So I think four weeks or four games Really is what we're saying Is the timetable Because I just can't see you not being well enough to play last sun that Sunday before the Thursday, and all of a sudden on a short week be able to play that Thursday. I think they're going to be cautious and take ten days off. So I think the realistic timetable for Rodgers coming back is five games plus. Um, I would mostly agree with that. I mean, if he's if he's like borderline um, for that Sunday game, they might still play him in that Thursday. Like if he's real close for that that Sunday before, maybe. They play him on Thanksgiving, but I doubt that. Yeah, I, I think it's more it's likely that it's non throwing. It's his non throwing arm as well. So uh, yeah, um. that should be pointed out. Yeah, it's his it's his left collarbone. He did after it happened. Um, he was kind of slow. Like he laid there for a minute. Uh, he jogged off the field. Um, very clearly holding his left side very stiff. His arm to his side. Uh, and we got over there. They were checking. Uh, the trainers checking under the pads, feeling along his collarbone. Uh, he took his pads off. They checked him out some more. He put his pads back on. He tried to throw the ball. He was in too much pain. They took him off the field. Uh, he came back out uh, in the second with uh, a hoodie and sweats on. Um, the thing here is, uh, like you're saying, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to play in the Thanksgiving game. Um, I don't think Seneca Wallace is going to either. <laughs> they they are saying right now that they are going forward with Seneca Wallace as their starting quarterback, but um, and I understand he's had practically zero time with the playbook. It doesn't matter that he's been the backup all season; he's not getting any practice reps because who who saw this coming? I mean, Rodgers has missed what like it's one full game and one partial game since he's become a starter because of injury. I mean, guy's pretty tough, uh, but. <laughs> from what what we saw from Seneca Wallace this week was not really uh, a rousing endorsement. Other than his completion percentage was actually pretty good. Uh, he completed 11 for 19. That's not terrible, um, considering, like I said, not knowing the playbook. 
Um, so I'm going to read you his stat line. Uh, 11 for 19, or 11 of 19, uh, 114 yards, one interception. Here's the thing that kills me. Uh, four sacks uh, for 25 total yards, and his QBR, uh, which remember is out of 100, was 7.7. Now let me give you some perspective on that. Uh, Josh Freeman versus the Giants. We remember that game, right? Josh Freeman's terrible, <laughs> terrible debut as a Viking. Uh, he had a QBR of 6.1. So Seneca Wallace just barely was better than Josh Freeman in that Giants. Well, game. but let me. Th- okay, I'm not. I don't want to get too much in the QBR because we talked about this off air. I think how stupid I think it is. But just look, read those two stat lines, and how is Seneca Wallace's game barely better than the trash Josh Freeman shout out on the for the national audience on Monday night? Uh, well, those four sacks. That's that's what gets me the most. Um, and Wait, why? But why is my QB rating uh, uh, based off what the offensive line does? What if you know? Because it, it's not just up? the offensive line. His sacks weren't because the offensive line wasn't blocking for him. Like maybe one or two of them were. Some of them were just you okay. know the offensive line was doing its job, but the defensive line was doing its job too, and they're going to get a sack every once in a while. But his sacks, especially the last two, uh, were him trying to sit in a pocket that wasn't there anymore or trying to scramble out and having no idea, no perception of who was around him at all. Nothing. Like, not no presence at all, no no feeling for what's going on in the pocket. Well, let's go back to your point. You said Seneca Wallace won't be playing in the Thanksgiving game. Are, are you believing these reports that – or not reports, it's these rumors that are floating around like sports television, sports talk radio about them being interested in Matt Flynn? No, uh, I think what's going to happen, um, the Packers did a very Packers thing here. They didn't panic and go out and sign the first free agent they could uh, Tuesday morning. They promoted Scott Tolzien from their practice roster, their practice squad, to their active roster, and he's going to be the number two. So what I think is going to happen is they're going to try the next two weeks uh, the Seneca Wallace experiment. And if it goes well, which, I mean. It won't. I mean, let's be honest, there's a chance, but it I think it probably won't. Uh, then they'll go to Scott Tolzien, and they'll give him more of a leash, leash than they would Seneca Wallace. Because uh, if Seneca Wallace is going to suck, and if Scott Tolzien is going to suck, why not give the shot to Scott Tolzien? Because he's younger, he's not the veteran guy that Seneca Wallace is. Like He's got a longer lifetime in this league, let him develop now, let him get the time now. Uh, I mean... That's the kind of thing the Packers like to do is, you know, promote guys off their squad as opposed to free agents. They like to to work internally. All right. I'm just saying RIP Packers season. I mean, it's over. They're done. I, I don't think it's over. I think it's way – no, how, how – how, okay. There's, first of all, they're a terrible team now. Okay, that team is all about A-Rod. The rest of that team is pretty mediocre. I mean, you know Lacey's a solid running back so far. But – I mean, he makes those receivers. He makes those tight ends. Those faces change around him, but A. Rod's still doing what he does. And now, you know, they got to go four, maybe five games in a tough NFC where ten games looks like it's going to take to get into the playoffs. I think they're done. I think they're over. I think you know, obviously, you're a Packer fan. You don't want to admit this, but me being an unbiased observer, <laughs> of all things NFL. 
Okay, look, I'm a Packer fan, but I'm not going to say that just because he's wearing the G uh, that he's going to go out there and win all four or five games they ask him to. Um, but Seneca Wallace could could win a couple of games. I mean, he is a serviceable West Coast type of quarterback. He he has that potential. Maybe he'll win them, you know, two. That's fine. If he wins them two of those four games, that's that's kind of a win. Oh, yeah, I mean, look, if I'm a Packer fan, organization, team member, player, hell, if I'm Seneca Wallace, I'm taking two and two, two and three right now. But I'm saying if he misses five games, they're going one and four. Because that team is not that okay. – the, what separates them you know from what the, the schedule rest of the league for those is games A-Rod. I, I know. They play some terrible teams. But my point is the Packers are a terrible team without Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that's true at all. I think Aaron Rodgers definitely elevates everybody else on the team, but I don't think that Jordy Nelson, Eddie Lacy, James Jones, these guys are terrible. You just lost at home to a Bears to the Bears who are playing their backup quarterback by seven points. That's it. Know. It's not like they got blown out. A loss is a loss. I mean, you didn't if you if you didn't lose a Jay Cutler in the Bears, you lost to Josh McCown in the Bears. Yeah, and you talk about Josh McCown like he was terrible, but off air you said that he looked pretty good out there, and he did. he did look good. Okay, Packers made him look good. Josh McCown's been playing football for eleven years has never looked that good. I don't know about that. He was teaching high school football two seasons ago. All right. You, we're just we're just gonna disagree. Ian, this where are you at? Where are you at over there? Sitting there quiet, enjoying this. <clears throat> I am. Uh, I I know which I know one NFC North team that doesn't have a backup quarterback currently starting, and that is the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Segway. Well, you could make the case that the Vikings don't have a backup quarterback starting because they don't. Well, have they a don't quarterback have a, starting. Right. They don't have a starting quarterback, mm. so they don't, don't have a backup. Yeah, by that uh, logic. <laughs> so, I like Christian Ponder. So Fuck as you, a, Drew. <laughs> I like Christian Ponder. He's a cool guy. You know, go team Ponder. Yeah, and when he plays for the Vikings, it makes the division better for your Lions. That's why you like him. Go Ponder. <laughs> Pounder. Yeah, you heard me. Okay. Ian. So, so then, how Ian, does are the Packers making the playoffs, Ian? If if, uh, okay, if this is an. I feel this is an unfair question uh, because we've asked him this every week, and his answer has been <laughs> no because Detroit's going to make the playoffs. I know this. That's what I'm using him to prove my point. Well, this Ian. is what I call bullshit. <laughs> if Detroit, if, if Detroit wins the North, which is the most likely scenario at this point, I feel if Detroit wins the North, that NFC wild card spot is going to be tough. Like those two, the, the wild card spots are going to be really hard to get, especially with the way that Carolina's been playing right now. It's just, I don't know, it's it's going to be hard. Like they're going to have to when Aaron Rodgers comes back because I don't think they're going to win any of these games with Seneca Wallace. None of them. Uh, but no. Can I read you the schedule? Yeah. yeah, please. Okay, so the next four weeks they play Philadelphia, uh, the Giants, Minnesota, and then Detroit is the the week five, the Thanksgiving game. And I can, and you can make the case that they are the worst team in each of those games without Aaron Rodgers. So, wow. Minnesota. Who? Okay, here's what I'm saying. 
when you go into a game, generally what the first thing you do is look at the quarterbacks playing. Okay, who has a better quarterback? If you have a better quarterback, we've talked about this before, you have a decided advantage. And when you go into a game every single week and your quarterback is worse than the other team's quarterback, you are, you're already behind the eight ball. And I'm making the case that either Seneca Wallace or Scott Tolson is not worse than Josh Freeman, Christian Ponder, or who the hell's the third guy there? Matt Castle. Matt Castle. I'm pretty sure he's worse than all of them. Because if he was better, he would be he would be starting in Minnesota. I don't know. I think we haven't seen enough of them to know. Like, I saw you, Seneca Wallace. You, you he played me. for Seattle. He played for Seattle four years ago. He was terrible then. Mike Holman got fired almost running around with Seneca Wallace and <laughs> running that shitty West Coast offense up there. It's terrible, man. All right, I can't. I can't wait until our week thirteen preview podcast where I can talk about how uh, Seneca Wallace threw for four hundred yards on Minnesota. Okay. <laughs> Fucking dreaming, you're dreaming, bro. <laughs> let's, let's go another game. We're, All right, we're... so let's move on to your uh, Dallas Cowboys. They played Minnesota. Woo woo! Yeah, baby. Nothing like escaping a escaping a, a three point victory at home against a one and seventeen. Oh, that's how you get fired <laughs> up. Man. Yeah, oh. you guys, did you just like Adrian Peterson? Did you just like get out of his way when you saw him coming? Like, let me did... tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. All right. First of all, did you see the run he had where he like, like carried six Cowboys into the end zone? Did you see this run? Uh, I didn't see that. Yeah. I saw several of Eddie Lacy's runs like that this last week, though. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Hold on. No, I actually, I do have one more question about this last game uh, for both of you. Um, <laughs> Fuck the Cowboys. Let's go back. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, no, I, I meant to ask this, and I, for, I forgot, and I forgot to put it on the rundown. Um, I know Ian and I picked Eddie Lacy for Rookie of the Year. Uh, do you think uh, Rodgers being out increases or decreases his chance of being Rookie of the Year? It's obviously going to increase his workload because they. I'm sure – I am 100% sure the Green Bay Packers organization trusts rookie Eddie Lacy with the ball more than they trust seasoned veteran who's proven to be terrible, Seneca Wallace. So he's going to get more touches, definitely. I'm going to go Wildcat. I understand your logic. I'm going to say decreases because if I'm a team, I'm like, I'm putting seven in the box. Come on, Seneca. Let me see you throw for 350 today. And you know it's a clean 350. You know, not like 350. And when I mean that, I don't mean like 350 and two picks. You know, throw for a three clean fit of uh, a clean 350. Uh, so I think it's going to decrease. He's going to, you know, the carries, the yards per carry may go down. Uh, it's going to be rough for Eddie. I, I, I just think I I've already gone on the record by saying the Packers are absolutely done this year. It's over. Okay. Uh, what happens if they make the playoffs then? Do I, get, I was do I do I get to do you have to buy yourself a I lost a bet shirt and wear it? No, there's no need for that. I'm making a prediction, and I'm predicting that the Packers are finished. And you're okay, being so, a fan. You're being a fan and thinking with your heart, and I understand that. I no, understand I'm trying to get oh. these shirts out in the world so people see the shirts. That's what I'm trying to do. So I'm trying to make bets because no matter what, somebody loses the bet and somebody wears the shirt. That's what I'm trying to do. I'll just I'll, – I'll wear the damn shirt. I'll make shirt a bet with you on, the, on a Dallas game. I don't care. I just – Want to make I wear, a shirt. I wear a shirt anyway. You know, it's all right. You shouldn't be walking through the streets of New York with Jerry Jones on my chest. 
<laughs> but, it's a, but it's a period. sad, it's a sad Jerry Jones. Let's go to the Cowboy game, all right? There's enough of these all Packers. Right. All right, all right. Our season being over. Sorry, I'm a little, I'm a little happy about that. Um, let me tell you something about these damn Cowboys. <laughs> let me tell you something. Be more negative, Daniel. Margie Kiffin, I've said it here, I'm going to say it again. Please do us all a favor and just resign. Like, so it, it's at the point to where the defense is god awful embarrassing. Christian Ponder threw for 250. What was the number two? I know you got somewhere in front of you. 256 last week? Uh, 236. He ran, ran for a touchdown? Adrian Peterson had a renaissance, a buck 40 on us. I mean, they're, they're playing a scheme that is archaic. You can't play the cover two in today's NFL anymore. I feel like you can't play the cover two against the run anymore. I mean, if you disguised it, you can get away with it. But, okay, DeMarcus Ware is not there. He's having a mediocre season anyway. You're not getting pressure on the quarterback. And to play the cover two, you need seven guys in coverage. So now I have seven guys in coverage with no pass rush. Any mediocre quarterback can take advantage of it. <laughs> Exhibit A, Christian Ponder. And when we play elite quarterbacks, Rivers, uh, Manning, uh, whoever the hell else is done for 400 yards against us. I mean, it's, 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 it's kids in a candy store, man. They have to get away from that defense. And it, it's the, oh, God. <laughs> You know, I'm so, sorry, that's still my favorite game of the season. It's, 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 it's beside the fact that they lost. It was an amazing football game. Yeah, if like being unbiased, you couldn't have asked for more drama in the yeah, game. Yeah, just it, as it, a sports fan, that game was fucking amazing. Yeah, the one yes. thing in this game that no one's talking. It's funny how like last week all that Des controversy that was really made out of nothing, and there was a play in this game that Des did something that was absolutely stupid. That got that almost cost him the game. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw when he ripped his helmet off and got a 15-yard. I didn't yard... see it, but my mom told me about it. Yeah, he got rips his helmet off, gets a 15-yard penalty, and takes a score off the board and uh, takes him out of scoring range. Excuse me. And they had to give the ball back to Minnesota, and uh, Minnesota comes down. They're driving, and then for some reason, and this drives me nuts. Coaches, when their seasons are over, let me tell you something. It's fourth down and three. Um, on the opponent's 35 and one play can end the game, please go for it because you're one in seven and it doesn't fucking matter. All right? Go for it. Have a chance to end the game with one play instead of saying we're going to punt it back and put our mediocre defense on the field on the road. That makes little sense. Anyway, the Vikings did that. Romo marches down the field. Uh, and he was clean, no picks. And uh, you know, Cowboys pull out of impressive victory against uh, the Vikings. Impressive. I don't think that's the right word. <laughs> uh, I didn't get to see this game, but just looking at the the box score here, uh, Adrian Peterson had an 11-yard run for a touchdown uh, at 540 in the fourth, uh, but that PAT was missed. What happened there? Was it blocked, or did they whiff it, or what? I have no clue. I got up, and I uh, went to go to the as I, it's, I have an extra point thing. I, it's the perfect time to grab some food. It's like It's a little... More time you get to prep before the commercials come back on, off. So, 
come back off? What the fuck? When <laughs> 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 the game comes back on. So I usually leave before extra points. So I, I didn't see that. I didn't see the extra point miss. But okay. good job. All right. Um, let's move on to this thing that we don't want to talk about, but we kind of feel like we have to talk about. Let's talk about Richie Incognito, I guess. Tito Incognito? Yeah, I'm not calling him that. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have inside jokes on the air, by the way. We can't have inside <laughs> jokes. No one's going to understand it. They're like, why are these idiots laughing and calling him Tito? This is a serious topic. <laughs> it is. No, it is. Like, who's the who's the player he was bullying? Jonathan Martin. And Jonathan Martin was a little tattletale and told on him, and now he's been put in the corner. Really, that's your. I I go to Drew for this one. <laughs> that's your. Those are the facts. That's your take on it. Those are the facts. You're just baiting me. This is no. <laughs> I just read headlines. I didn't read any like in depth. <laughs> okay, oh, well, I mean, even if you like put aside like everything that he's accused of doing, and you look at the things that are, like verified that he has done, like the the text he sent and the voicemails he's left that they have actual transcripts of, he's been super racist and a terrible human being. I'm going to defend Richie Incognito right now. What is happening? Oh. I'm going to defend this man. First, I want everyone to know. I want everyone to know, I'm a man of color. Okay, I am from Harlem. So as a man of color, I take what I say. I know it may be perceived by some people as being a sellout, but I'm just I'm just going to be real and honest with this. Okay, he used a word that was horrible. But when someone uses that word, I don't necessarily consider them a racist. I know it's easy to label them as such because that's like the knee-jerk reaction. But I've been in situations where doing people who are white, close to me, I love in certain situations, have used that word. And I don't hold that against them. I don't see them as a racist. They're not branded that to me because they use that word one time, ten times, thirty times. You know? Also... I'm a man who believes in, if I say a certain, I can't own a word. I can't say, oh, I, that's my word. You can't use that word. What sense does that make? If you use a word around people of a different race, the N-word is what we're talking about, and then they're going to feel comfortable, obviously. And Okay, can I break in here? Because, like, that's not even, like, it's not like that's the only thing he did was use the N-word. He also... Like, in just one message, called him a piece of shit, told him he was going to shit in his mouth, told him he was going to slap him in the mouth that he just shit in, and told him he was going to slap his real mother across the face and said, fuck you. I'll kill you. In one message. Dude, that's so weird. That's like, he Dude. must be like, uh, he like he must want to fuck this guy or something. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. weird okay, as fuck. wait. You guys, are being, you guys aren't, did you hear the news, the new uh, details that came out? What? The coaches told Richie Cognito, Incognito to be tough on Jonathan Martin. That's they not told, being tough. Okay, <laughs> let me. Okay, I listen. I was saying this one. I was in the. I was in the military. Okay, I've been in a certain situation where it's a bunch of dudes who are 
you know, loud, abrasive, not the best educated, you know, like football players. We all come from different walks of life. You know what I mean? And there's a certain code and a certain way you act. And if a guy's soft, quote unquote, you know, you're going to get, you're going to get picked on till you get hard because in that situation, there's no room for softies. And the football players take the exact same mentality into the game. There's no room for softies. If you're soft, you can't play here. Did he go above, above, across a line? Yeah, he did cross a line. But I'm not going to condemn this man and say he should never play in the NFL again. Hell, half his teammates in Miami still love the guy, man. They, they defend him. Mike Wallace defended him. Cameron Wake defended him. The quarterback defended him. You know? I think a lot of this is like we don't have the information. We're not privy to what's going on inside that locker room. So we're knee-jerk reaction by text and transcripts. But it's so much more complicated than that. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> All right, so let's let's move away from this then, and uh, let's talk about the picks. Let's let's make some picks for this week. Let's let's be funny and happy and not angry and upset about things. <laughs> There's fucking technical difficulties. Yeah. There's there's gonna be some rough edits in this, folks, that I'm sure you'll hear, and it's not our fault. I, I swear, it's yeah. All right, so let's start off. Uh, wow, let's start off with the Washington professional sports team at the Minnesota Vikings. I got the Redskins. Uh, I like uh, the Skins again. No one believes in the Vikings. We can't slam them and then all of a sudden start picking them. Yeah, I don't think I've picked the Vikings once this year. I am. Also going to take the Washington professional sports team, so you can sweep that one. Uh, up next, we have the Seattle Seahawks at the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I'm going to take the Seahawks in this one, and you're crazy. Anybody's crazy if they think the Falcons are going to win. I'm going Falcons to beat the Seahawks. <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. I haven't liked the Seahawks' last two performances. Uh, I think the Falcons are due. And I think they'll get it done this week. I think Seahawks have been ripe for getting upset, and it'll happen. I would like right to now. I would like to point out a hypocrisy. Um, you don't like how they've played, but a win's a win. Just like you said, a loss is a loss with the Packers. Can you make up your mind? What are you talking about? No, it, it, you can at the end of the, the end result, you can talk about that. Okay, a win's a win, a loss is a loss. But in predicting the future, you can say, hey, I haven't liked the way they've played the last two weeks. Somehow they're down twenty one zip at home. Now they're going on on the road to a team that's desperate, uh, still fighting to play, still trying out there. I think they're kind of due at home. The Georgia Dome's not an easy place to win. And, uh, you know, Seattle's still t- starting two guards at tackle. You know, and then they go go against uh, OC. I, I don't like the matchup, matchup this week. Okay. Um, I'm not going to fight you on it because I'm sure I've said some similar shit before. Uh, next up. Oh, I'm taking the Seahawks. <laughs> What? It's so great. You just, first of all, it's very, very, we're not married, all right? You're not my wife. You're not going to say something <laughs> slick at the end of something and just try to move on to the next subject. But whatever. Let's do next game. Next game. Next game is the Buffalo Bills at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I just want to say that you guys are adorable when you fight. Daniel, when are we going <laughs> to renew our vows? I've fallen out of love with you, Jerome. <laughs> There's somebody else. Daniel, why do you only love the back of me? <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> All right, so we got the Bills with the Steelers here. Uh, as I do every week, <laughs> I will be picking the Bills. Ah, oh, gosh. Steelers, they 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 got to have some fight in them after that shellacking by Tom and Co. up in New England. Bills going to get killed, thirty-five ten. Uh, I think I think the Bills can do this. I think they put up quite a fight against, um, obviously a very good defense in Kansas City this last week, and I feel like they're going to end the team or end the season uh, with a better ratio, better win to loss ratio than they have now at three and six. So they're going to pick up some wins somewhere, and I think. Steelers are one of the teams they can they can do that to. Uh, next up, we've got uh, the Lions at the Bears. Lions. Boom! Ah, I'm going Bears. I like oh. them. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, buddy. I know, I know, I know. I like them. I like uh, how they played last week. They've got a lot of fight in them. Uh, they're out here hurting quarterbacks one at a time, and uh, next up is Stafford. So, uh... <laughs> oh, hey, you don't say that. You don't say that, <laughs> Daniel. You're a terrible person. I am. The if you guys, child... knew, if the world knew what I Facebook drew when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, you would look at me as a different person. <laughs> I could just tell him. Can I tell him? No, that's listen. Facebook confidentiality. <laughs> yeah, there's. I didn't realize that existed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, uh, but I, I like the Bears. I like this game. It's outside. It's going to be cold, hopefully. Uh, I think it's the Bears thing are a it's little... never cold in Detroit. Well, they play in a dome, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, they're also professionals. I don't think it being cold out matters. It, have you played football in the cold before? Yes. It's, it, it's not that fun sometimes, especially if you're getting hit. Yeah, I mean, but I'd... they're professionals. This is what they do. They do it every year. It's not like this is their first game in Chicago. I can't deal with you, Drew. I, I, I just can't deal with you. <laughs> oh, well, there I go, bringing facts into this shit again. They play <laughs> They play at least two outdoor, outdoor games a season against the Bears and the Packers, at least. And they play so way more than that. You, so if you play two outdoor games in the cold per year, that makes they you prepared. That, oh, no, bare no, no, no. minimum. I hear you. I hear. I hear you. No, no. Two outdoor. You see what in I did the there? Cold. Bare minimum. Eh. You put two out, two games outdoors in the cold. That gets you prepared every year for that. If that's the case, then why can't Peyton Manning win when it's cold and outdoors? First of all, I don't think Peyton Manning can't win when it's cold and outdoors. In December and January, what's his his record? Something like terrible. His record something terrible. What is it? I don't know. It's terrible. So it's not good. <laughs> Sports <laughs> analysis. Listen, you know I'm not, I don't do stats. Okay, I don't do stats. He's just real. He just gets real with it. I use the eye test. Oh, okay, that's reliable. I just want you guys to to know, like. The Bears are going to beat the Lions this week. Uh, All right, well, I'm picking the Lions in this one. Um, Thanks. Because I think with the injury to Aaron Rodgers, the Lions just became the best team in the NFC North uh, for the next four weeks. Ooh, backhanded compliment. Respect. Next four years. (laughs) Aaron Rodgers, that's not happening. Broken man, no. He's broken man. He's a little China doll Aaron Rodgers now. You watch. All right. 
Next up, I fucking I helped the man. You see what he does to me? All right. Next up, we got the Bengals at the Ravens. Bengals, easy. Ah, uh, I went back and forth on this. I are the Ravens really this bad? Are the Bengals yeah. that good? Yeah. I'm going no. So give me the Ravens. You know, until you said give me the Ravens, I had no idea which way you were going with that analysis. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, I wanted you to feel what I felt. I was going back and forth. You okay. didn't know where I was going. Okay. Um, I mean, I feel kind of similarly about this game. Like, I don't know if the Bengals are that good or the Ravens are that bad. And it's it's like, fuck, it's a toss-up right now. But uh, I'm going to go with Cincinnati, I guess. And take the Bengals over the Ravens. Muhammad Sanu. It's an awesome name. <laughs> it is. All right. Next up, uh, we've got the Eagles at the Packers. Eagles. I got the Eagles. Nick Foles, back-to-back seven touchdown weeks. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a podcast. It's, it's just make fun of each other. For an hour. <laughs> Mostly me. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, though, I like the Eagles to beat the Packers. I just think, you know, cynical losses is going to be it's gonna be terrible. And uh, they're going to get right out of there. 31-17. Wow. You think the Packers are going to score? Ian, who did you take in this game? I, I took the Eagles. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to be the only one taking the Packers then. Um, <laughs> that's a little bit of holding out hope, and that's a little bit of, uh, like, I honestly think they can do it. <laughs> Is that your analysis? I honestly feel they can do it. Like, no, that's it. Come on, dude. It's done. You're so detected right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, look. Okay, Philadelphia's strength is their running game. They're third in the league in rushing right now, okay? Green Bay, fifth against the rush. So I think they're going to take away what Philly's been good at so far this season, and it's going to even out the game. I also think that, like, Philadelphia has the worst pass defense in the league. So this is probably the best game that Seneca Wallace is going to get to start, aside from maybe the Minnesota game. So, yeah, I think the Packers really do have a shot at this game. All right, well, there you go. I I know what false hope is like, Drew, because I'm not far removed from the Detroit Lions being a terrible team. You know, if I hadn't already talked up the Lions so much this season, I would have said right there that you're not removed at all. But <laughs> which would have been an excellent comeback, but it's yeah. not applicable. Yeah, I know. God damn me in my big mouth. All right, <laughs> next up. What? Next up, we've got the Jaguars and the Titans. What's Jaguars, that? baby. Just kidding. Titans. A tie. Zero, zero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the Titans. Because I haven't picked against Jacksonville, or I haven't picked for Jacksonville yet, and it hasn't hurt me all season, so I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got, wow, this is just a string of who gives a shit games. Uh, yeah. The Rams at the Colts. Yeah. Colts. Yeah. Can we yeah, skip that one? Oh, okay. Colts. Yeah, uh, Colts. Next up, we've got the Raiders at the Giants. This is a big, big game. Uh, the Raiders. Oh, God, I'm retarded. I'm taking the Raiders. God damn it. 
Um, my hatred for the Giants will not allow me to pick them in a game that they actually need. And they need this game, so they're going to lose to the Raiders. Terrell Pryor, baby. Wow, we are we are sweeping this game for the Raiders. It's a road wow. game, too, right? It's yeah. a road game? Yeah. Wow. We think the Raiders, all three of us, think the Raiders are going to just march into, into New York and just shit on the Giants. Or do we think it's going to be close? Because I think it's going to be kind of close. But I still think the Raiders are going to at least walk away with it, if not run. I'd say 17-14. I could see that. All right, next up we've got the Carolina Panthers at the San Francisco 49ers. First of the afternoon games. Scam Newton and the Panthers <laughs> looking good, but they're they're going to get shut down by the 49ers. The Niners are going to take this one at home. So excited for this game. Uh, it's... Carolina's first real test. I haven't been a Carolina believer. I'm not. I'm still not a Carolina believer, but I do like watching teams ascend from mediocrity to like uh, contendership ishness. And uh, I believe Panthers will play can play uh, with the Niners. I just don't think they can beat the Niners. And this is a podcast about predicting who will win. So Niners will win. All right. Well, we're gonna separate the standings out a little more here then. Because uh, I'm going to take the Panthers over the Niners in this, uh, and I'll oh, tell you why. Wow. I'll tell you why. Wow. I'll tell you why. The 49ers are the best in the league uh, in rushing right now. Carolina is the, the second best against the run. So that means the 49ers are going to have to fall back more on passing. They are currently last in passing, um, which usually has something to do with being first in rushing, but I don't think it's entirely that. Uh, so I think it's going to kind of even out the game a little bit more. The defenses are both very good. Um and I kind of like the way Carolina's playing lately. Going to take it for the upset here. If you think if you said like the defenses are really close and it's tight like that, yeah. Do you think it, this game's going to come down to who's better, Cap or Newton? Uh, I hate to say it that way because I feel like a quarterback could not get very many opportunities to show how good he is through no fault of his own. So just because Kaepernick wins doesn't mean he's better. Um. But I think it's going to be a pretty good showcase for the two. I think this is going to be an interesting game to watch. Yeah, I I, I think that uh, Cap's going to outplay Cam. I think Cam, as talented as he is, he kind of reminds me of Carmelo in basketball. They're the type of players that you know they'll do really well. They'll kind of buy into oh it's a team game, it's a team game. But when the pressure's on, and you know the money's on the line, they revert back to who they are. And so I, I could definitely see Cam taking a step back this game. I, I'd be curious to see how he responds from this going forward if he does take a step back. I just think Cap's more poised, and he won't let the moment get too big for him. And he understands that he has a thousand times more playmakers than Cap. So it's a little, I mean, than Cam. So there's not much pressure on him in that regard. It's got a little, it gets a little easier for him. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to the uh, Broncos at Chargers. Uh, this is my upset of the week. I think the I think the Chargers will take this one at home. Yeah, I, I, I'm there with you, Ian. I want to pick the Chargers. I just don't know if they have the corners and the linebackers to stop those uh, Broncos receivers. They're not the type of team I think built to uh, beat the uh, Broncos. But division game, anything can happen. Uh, I'm taking the Broncos on this one again. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Broncos, too. Uh, 
same thing Daniel said. Their their passing offense is just too good, and San Diego is not going to be able to cover them. And if Philip Rivers has to play the catch up shootout game with Peyton Manning, uh, I'm going to take Peyton Manning in that one every time. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got the Texans at the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals. Wow. Uh, I just flipped a coin and it came up heads, and heads means Texans, so Texans. Wow. Uh, I thought we were going to sweep this one for the Cardinals because the Texans have just fallen so far. Um, do we know what's up with Arian Foster? Yeah, it's called being washed up. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I meant like about his injury. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, he had a he had a back injury, um, which apparently is probably related to his hamstring injury uh, because the two often go hand in hand. And I was just curious how serious it is if he's going to play next week. Um, I don't know. I guess either way, I don't really give him a shot, much of a shot to win this game. He needs a man up, okay, because Ben Tate's playing with four broken ribs. He can't laugh or breathe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Cardinals in this one. Their defense is awesome. or I mean, they're pretty good. Uh, and <laughs> What? Their defense is awesome. Well, uh, I mean, pretty good. Well, but... I mean, they're, no, they're, passing, they're passing defenses slightly below mediocre, but their rush defense is pretty good so um yeah i, I think, agree with you i think their defense is good uh, yeah. like, i agree with you i was just laughing that you went from like you just went polar opposites well because i gave them the eye test first and i said they're awesome and as i was saying it i was opening their defensive stats and i saw that they're 24th against the pass and that's when i adjusted oh stats. <laughs> um but i don't think carson palmer is as bad as you guys do uh so i think he's going to give his team a much better shot to win this game than what do you think, Case Keenum starting for the Texans? So He's pretty awesome on Monday night, but I hear you. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we've got what should be a pretty good Sunday night game, I think. Uh, Cowboys at Saints. I think this is going to be a blowout. Uh, the Saints are going to win. They're going to stomp all over the broken and defeated Dallas Cowboys. I'm, I'm there with you, Ian, again. Uh I only thing that worries me when you count out the Cowboys, they usually do well. It kind of reminds me of that year what the same teams were the Saints were thirteen and zero, and Dallas came in there and beat them and ended their undefeated season. But everything my eyes have shown me this season, there is no way, no way they can beat this team, and I don't think they can keep it close. I mean, Drew Brees threw for almost four hundred yards last year. We had a somewhat decent defense. Now this. Cover two, can't stop anybody thing. We roll out there every Sunday. There's no way he's throwing for less than 450. So I'm going Saints 41, Dallas 17. Major blowout. Wow. Uh, yeah. I. The reason I think this is going to be a good game to watch is because I like to see the Cowboys lose. Uh, and I think Drew Brees is going to throw <laughs> like five touchdowns in this game. Did you hate the Cowboys before we met, or? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I've hated okay. the Cowboys ever since the first time I heard them called America's team. Okay, I'm just making sure because I have a tendency to make people hate the Cowboys. Oh no, 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 no. Okay. I've, I've hated the Cowboys long before. I'm pretty sure Ian can back that up for me. Um, oh yeah. You would yeah. like Ian to back that up for you? Got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of Ian backing it up. Um, yeah, I think. I think. Drew Brees and the third in the league pass offense is going to just destroy Dallas's 31st against the pass defense. 
uh, it's it's going to be bad. Like Dallas Dallas's running game cool. is the only thing that would give them a shot in this game. But New Orleans is going to get out to such a big lead, it's they're not going to be able to catch up with Demarco Murray, so it's just not going to happen. And the Saints are going to, like I said, Drew Brees going to throw like five touchdowns in this game. Dallas does not have a running game. They ran the ball four times last week. Excuse me, nine times last week. Yeah, they're 27th in rushing, so I'm not worried at all. But that's the the, the that's reason the, I said that gives them a chance is because New Orleans is only 25th against the rush. We need a bell or some kind of ding every <laughs> time you say a stat. Yep. Ding! <laughs> I, mean, I might just bring it out. Bust out a ding. Like, you're just going to have to get like an air raid siren and leave it on. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Brees is going to go Nick Foles all over the country. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's use a sports seed cliche here. Who thought we would be saying that at this point in the season? <laughs> we have to say that every podcast. <laughs> Wait, the Chiefs aren't playing? They got a bye week yep. this week? Yep, they finally get their bye. All right. Who would have thought they'd go into the bye 8-0? Oh. Um, okay, so... <laughs> Let's let's finish nine, up here. Nine and up. Nine and I'm sorry. Let's let's go into the last game here. Finish this up. Uh, we got the Miami Dolphins at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I'm gonna go Tito Incognito and the Dolphins. <laughs> well, he's not he's not playing. Well, you know he's there in spirit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I think I think either this galvanizes. Or tears the team apart, and uh, it's going to tear the Dolphins apart. They're not strong enough mentally, and somehow, some way, they will lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday Night Football. I, I really want to take Miami in this game, but I feel like I can't. Um, I just I have much less confidence in their receivers and Tannehill than I've had. Um, like every week it's just been going down and down and down. And I mean, with Lamar Miller there, I got a lot of faith in him, but you know, rookie's not going to rookie like that's not going to just lead their team. Um, the dolphins are going to fall apart here. Like you said, it's either going to galvanize them or break them. I think they're going to fall apart here. Tampa Bay is finally going to pull off a win and it's going to be a sad, disturbing game. Two, nothing. <laughs> okay. Which defense do you think is good enough to get a safety in this game? Because I don't think either of them. Well, I would have said Miami, but they got their safety. They popped their safety cherry last week, so they're not going back to back safeties in in two different weeks. So yeah, in, in overtime, man, that was crazy. Safety cherry. Yeah, I wish we had talked about that. Um, they won in overtime against the Bengals uh, with a safety. It was a horrible game. We didn't miss anything. I watched it. I, well, I watched, like, the fourth quarter, and I actually enjoyed it. Fourth quarter and OT, but. Yeah, you didn't sit through the first three pathetic quarters. I wasn't like, home. Oh. I, I wasn't home, but. I, I sat through the first three just like, please, please. So between the two of us, now. we watched the full game. <laughs> All right. So uh, this has been the Sports Id. Um, you can check us out at thesportsid.net or on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesportsid or on Twitter at thesportsid. Um, you can email us thesportsid at gmail.com. That's the sports letter I, letter D, at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget to check out the other id uh, blog, uh, the Cinema Id at thecinemaid.net. 
uh, facebook.com slash the cinema id and at the cinema id on Twitter. Uh, I'm Drew. Ian. I'm Aaron Rodgers, broken collarbone. Oh, too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Daniel. Thanks for listening.